Before we begin, all stories and experiences shared are not representative of any group or people. Each are personal and unique. Welcome to Let's Debunk It. I'm your host, Xander. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about chosen families. This is the human ability to create strong, meaningful bonds with other people that surpass everyday friendships. We have a great guest today, and we talk about family and all sorts of other cool stuff. So stay tuned for more. Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode. I'm so excited to share this conversation that I had with our guest. But before we get there, I wanted to make this one announcement. If you don't know already, Let's Debunk It now has a YouTube channel that is up and running. So you should check that out, subscribe. I explained to you exactly what the YouTube's gonna be about. So look forward to that, stay tuned, look out for updates and it's just gonna be really, really awesome. Before we get into today's episode, I'm gonna share some thoughts with you guys about Chosen Family and later on we're gonna have conversation with one of our guests and during this conversation i opened up so much about my own personal experience when it comes to dealing with family one thing i learned in university is that you can choose your family that blood relations don't really matter if they don't act like they have an ounce of interest in you and your personhood a lot of the time we're just told this lie that no matter what family does to you that they're your family you should love and associate with them though i want to challenge that notion and idea today having a family is much more than just having the same dna For anyone listening today who does have a tough relationship with their family or they just feel like such an outsider, the conversation that we have in this episode is for you. We see you, we hear you, we love you, and we're just here for you. So stay tuned. I really hope you enjoy it. But let me give you some of my thoughts first. The first time I ever heard of and saw in action the idea of having a chosen family was with my previous partner. They shared with me how when they went through very trying times in their life, their friends were very incredible and helped them through it. Now I've never been in that drastic of a situation with my relatives, but one thing a lot of people know about me is when I say family, I legit only mean my mother and more recently my father. My mom is the only person I have considered to be my family when it comes to DNA for a very very long time. Growing up, We're given this notion that family is there for you through thick and thin, and most cases, it's true. Your cousins end up being your best friends, your aunts, or like your second moms, and life is good for everyone. The family unit is promoted everywhere, be it in movies, religion, society at large. We're just introduced to this idea of family and how it's so good and they're supposed to love you unconditionally. Though what happens if that said unconditional love is conditioned. I will love you, but only if you remain in our religion. I will love you, but only if you marry someone of the opposite sex. I will love you, but only if you allow me to control every aspect of your life and decisions. People get kicked out and disowned for a multitude of things, and even in some cases, people get killed. The very people we think are supposed to be there for us and root for us are the same ones who are berating and dehumanizing us. Though something to consider is, what is your notion of family? What does family look like to you? Who is your family? Do you love them? And is that same energy that you give them given back to you? We all have our perceptions, so there is no right answer, but there are some definite wrong answers. These could be founded from different reasons, but we won't get into that this specific episode, although we do touch a little bit in the interview. This is where I introduce to you chosen families. I feel this is the core, if not the most important kind of family anyone needs. 
One definition I heard of chosen families are a group of individuals who deliberately choose one another to play significant roles in each other's lives. An example of this is growing up, my dad wasn't around, but I did have one male family friend called Ivan who was kind of like a dad to me growing up. He cared for me like I was his own child and I drew very close to him and his family too because he cared for me and he cared for my well-being and he cared so deeply for my mom as well because they are actually best friends and they are still best friends now he always tried his best to help my mom as far as possible and his kindness was extended to me growing up so in essence i always have seen him as a father figure to me and he is family to me no matter what Though the more commonly known definition of chosen family, and I feel the one that most people identify with, is a group of people you are very emotionally close to and consider family, even though you're not biologically or legally related. So these are essentially the homies, but like on steroids. You know, the ride or dies, the I'm gonna take a bullet for you, you know, you jump off a cliff, I jump right after you. You know, those people who reciprocate the energy that you give to them you can find these kind of families in communities that have been outcasted most queer people who are in the closet or in an environment that is not very conducive for them to be themselves end up having chosen families i too have a chosen family because of this reason among many others it's essentially finding your family in the community of people that you have found that affirm and love you for who you are i also see this in a religion a lot of the times large religious groups refer to each other as brothers and sisters because ideally they are a family when it comes to their school of thought and in turn share the closeness to the higher being that they worship there is a quote that a lot of people say which is blood is thicker than water time and time again this is misquoted as the full message is the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb in simple words it means bonds that were made by choice are more important than the people that you are bound to by the water of the womb it's actually funny to me that the full quote is the total opposite of the misquote the question is not passed on to you do you have a chosen family do the people in your blood family accept and love you for who you are as you listen to the conversation that i have with our guest for today ponder upon your own life and identify some things that you might find as problematic some things that you might find are very good and see if you might need a chosen family hmm because i didn't think i needed one until i really saw it in action i realized wow this feels great and this is something that i would want Joining me today is Askadelia. Her pronouns are she, her, and she's the biggest Shrek fan I know. Like, trust me, if there is one person I feel who can make an entire remake of Shrek on her own, it's Askadelia. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for joining me today. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's get right, right into it. So tell me about a core memory that you have that is friend-related. A core memory what do you what's defined as a core memory like let's say when when a good memory that you just had with like your friends it could be with one friend a group of friends just anyone just something like a feel good that you have with your friends mm-hmm. friend something like that i mean i could give you one as an example while you think okay so you want me to give you the example mm-hmm. okay so my feel one of my core memories if I can call it that, is during Christmas last year um, of me, uh, me, Hafsa, and Demi, my two other friends, we went uh, for dinner, like Christmas Day, we went for dinner, and then we went for boba, and then we just talked, sat, and we just laughed. Like, that was it. Our entire 
night was just filled with us talking to each other, catching up on good times. Cause you know, it's pandemic. You can't really go outside, but outside was open for Christmas and we went. And it was just a good time. Cause it's like, you know, when you genuinely enjoy the company of other people mm-hmm. and just spending time with them in that fashion was just a great memory on its own. Like thinking about it just brings so much joy to my heart because I knew that I had a genuinely good time with them, drinking boba mm-hmm. and just being like this basic ass bitch, you know what I mean? So yeah, that was a really good core memory. That's a core memory that I think I'm going to keep for a really long time. That was during Corona? <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> I told you they opened up outside. It was, you, it was you, Demi, another friend in Corona. But have we died? Did we get it? No. We social distanced. We sanitized. We made. I swear to God. I swear to God, Madam. What's your core memory? Um, I think the one that comes to mind is recently uh, last year, my birthday, because my birthday is in November. So initially, because of Miss Rona, we didn't want to have a celebration. But my friends were like, why don't we just come over since, I mean, I only have like five friends and that was the maximum number of people that you can have over. So I was like, yeah, that's perfect. They came, it was chill. I didn't expect any presents or surprises, but they still managed to do that. And I'm like the worst, I'm the hardest person to surprise because I'll know right away. If you have something planned. I don't know what you have planned. Uh, thinking about, you know how when you had the birthday present guessing? Yeah, I don't know what you have planned, but I know that you have something planned. So I, I'm the worst person to surprise. Mm-hmm. But they still managed to surprise me with, like, the things that I love. Like, a lot of people know. Okay, no, a lot of people don't know I don't eat cake. And my friends, of course, they know that. And they always remember, like, those small little details, like, to other people might not be a big deal like oh you don't eat cake like whatever but for me it's like a big deal so like the fact that they remember and they don't make fun of me even on my birthdays or even on their birthdays like they'll have cake and something else for me because i don't eat cake like those kind of small things but yeah we had a little celebration um at home in my in my bedroom which i recently got back and it was just really fun like that was the first time that everybody was together again and during this global panorama so oh my gosh yeah <laughs> and yeah that was the first time they met prince and my parents were in on it my brothers were in on it so it was really nice to have literally everyone that i knew cared about me and i cared about too under the same roof during all you know the chaos happening outside so i think that's the most recent memory i have yeah. That's a nice memory. I bet it's like the actual emotion of going through it all that like really stays with you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. That's the best. So what is your definition of family? It's a good question. I don't really know if I have a definition of family. I think it's I think family is there are people who would love you no matter what. Even if they disagree with you they don't believe in the things that you believe in or they have different choices, whatever. Like, at the end of the day, they're still going to be supportive of you. I mean, with the exception of, like, if you want to go kill a person or rape a person, like, those kind of serious yeah, things that they disagree so with extreme. you. No, I'm serious. Oh, my like, God. 
a lot of times when people ask me that and then I say like they love you unconditionally and then they're like okay what if you want to go kill a person and then like if they don't support you they're not family like nah that's the exception so yeah it's those those <laughs> kinds of people who would stand by you no matter what and even if you guys have like disagreements or if you fight like you know in the back of your mind nothing's gonna change uh how you feel about each other and i think that's family like they'll never leave you basically yeah i i could i can agree with that i mean mm-hmm. with the because i feel one thing i noticed about like okay no that's my chosen family not my actual family family i feel like my family mm-hmm. family are very rigid so <laughs> fun for them but mm-hmm. that's yeah. why it's important to have chosen family True. you know yeah so yeah i totally agree with your definition especially with unconditional love and like you're just committed to supporting who you are and you know pushing you to do better and greater things Mm-hmm. oh and also like you know it's it's like if they disagree with you or if they have something to say they'll they'll stab you from the front like i think that's really important it's like they're honest and they don't they don't hide anything or talk to other people about what it is that they want to talk to you about. Like, they, they're upfront with you. Like, they tell you what they need to tell you, and they're not going to sugarcoat shit. So that's another important thing about family, I, I feel. Or in my chosen family, much rather. Uh-huh. And, you know, looking at the next question, because mm, <laughs> I know you, so it's like, oh, well, what? But okay. Would you say that your related family are close to the f- definition of family that you just gave? Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so here's the thing. I know you know, you know my family, and you mm. know how they have been in the past, mm. but now... Um, I'm actually really glad to say, like, things have changed a lot because me and my family, as you know, but I mean, the listeners don't know, so I'm just going to go, I'm just going to wrap it up, but we've been through a lot. We've been through hell and back, and it's been, it's been hell, (laughs) mostly (laughs) hell, Um, but I think that's kind of what we needed, you know, as, as much as I hated going through all that, as much as it hurt going through all the hardships that we we did um i feel like that kind of made us stronger because it's like oh we went through this we can we can deal with anything else you know mm-hmm. everything else has become a piece of cake because of everything that we went through and i feel like now the bond especially with my dad has gotten a lot stronger ever since all that happened because um there was a point of time where like we were close to kind of losing each other mm-hmm. and in that moment, both of us were just like, yeah, whatever, like, who cares? But now, like, when we look back at it, we're like, shit, like, how did we let that slide? How, how do we even let that happen? So I think now what we're doing is trying to repair all the damage that has uh, been created during the time that we went through all that. So we're a lot stronger now. Like, I, I feel like they're not the exact definition of my chosen family. Like, that's why I still have my chosen family. But they're getting there. And, like, I can recognize and see that he's trying. So it makes me want to try, too. I'm really happy that you're really reconnecting with your family again. And, like, you're getting to this place where you guys are, you know, making love the verb instead of just the 
thing that you say around and like the words you throw around you know all over the place like love is physically becoming a verb between you and your family yeah as for me <laughs> my family being the definition of uh, the, the, my my own set definition of family my related family hmm. the definition is east they are west <laughs> that's the best way i can describe it it Isn't your mom listening to your podcast, though? Honestly, if my mom... I feel my mom senses this, and if, mom, you're listening right now, you you know my sentiment towards them. And if I'm being very, like, candid about this, um, I think this is also kind of... Because, you know, it takes two people to form a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And with my related family, I feel... I'm so fundamentally different from everyone that even if I try to forge a relationship now, it's still going to be a very... Forced. Yeah, very forced, especially on my end because it's not that I've had my mind made up to never talk to them or never associate with them. I just have my mind made up to defend myself and my mental health and my happiness. Yeah, and I've real and as much as I would want to build more relationships with those people that I'm related to, I just feel, um, you know, the way they've been treating me when I was there with them when they could see me physically, and when I'm like not there with them, like and I'm here all the way in Malaysia on my own, like you know those little nuances, I take note of them, and. I feel that right where we are right now, where we're not really in communication except for the family group chat that I've muted forever. Minus <laughs> that, <laughs> no, trust me, uh, that family group, uh, no, I don't. You know, I only know like I think four or five people in the actual chat. Like that's how, that's how disconnected I am. But um, minus, minus that, I feel that they're very happy and successful in their lives, and I feel very happy and successful in my life. So you know why? Why choose violence when we can choose the peace that we have right now? Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not the best. I feel. Sounds like a Hallmark card. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah i feel for even for everyone listening right now like take what we say with a grain of salt these are our experiences and yeah take what you will ask us questions if you want later but yeah yeah so we have our definition for a family family what's your definition of chosen family definition of chosen family or what do you Um, feel in your spirit it is hmm I feel like it's not that different than my definition of family itself, mm-hmm. but I think the beauty of having a chosen family is that you you get to kind of um, like suss out who you want to to trust and who you want to kind of have in your life for all of those things, like you know your triumphs and your failures, and people that you can go to, mm-hmm. people that you can ask for advice or you can rant to, like you can just be utterly and completely yourself with. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I feel like, especially in Asian culture too, um, and from what I've heard, African culture as well, like you can't completely be yourself with your family family mm-hmm. or like you can be like a, a version of yourself that will make them kind of happy, but if you're actually yourself, like they might disown you like that kind of vibe so i feel like with chosen family you get to be 
maybe like 95% yourself because I feel like 100% is kind of reserved for just you or maybe you and your partner I don't know but mm-hmm. you and your chosen family is like 95 99.9 maybe percent of you that you get to unleash you know within the depths of denial within the depths of like whatever mask and, and concealer layers that you've put on because your family keeps trying to mold you to a certain standard that they have of you but with your chosen family you get to kind of take that off the chosen family is like a makeup wipe you know you oh. take that off yeah oh no this works great in the coronavirus oh my, pandemic please, panorama please, you can please. take your mask off keep it on actually don't listen but, to that <laughs> keep with your, your mask family on. you can take it off it's like everyone's been vaccinated you can take it off everyone's washed their hands and we're fine like that's that's what it feels like to be with my chosen family like you know after a long day you're sweaty you're annoyed because you have to wear your mask outside and then maybe an old man coughed near you and you're just you're just on the brink of like killing somebody then you come home you take your mask off that's like that's how it feels when i get to hang out with the people that i i call my chosen family it's like oh i can just take my bra off <laughs> we're taking a lot of things off but that's what it feels like with them like i can be uh in a sense naked and raw with them and like i wish i could do that mm-hmm. i wish i could be myself with my family but i kind of like having that uh the difference i kind of like having you know yeah yeah totally agree with what you said and even when i was doing a little bit of research for the podcast to like um, write the little intro that i said before you know i'll insert this little this little conversation that we're having the one thing that was so distinctive was like these are people you're not really related to and Mm -hmm. it just got me thinking of like the bigger picture of for example like drag queens and drag kings and like how they Mm -hmm. have like their drag houses and they have their moms and stuff and i was just thinking like that's you know mostly how i've always envisioned like a chosen family it's like these random strangers who just decided that yo you know what for you i'm gonna care about you your well-being your personhood and i'm gonna fight if someone tries to fight you you know like that's, yeah like these are like these are people who but i guess by societal standards are not obligated to care for you as much as they do and yet despite that they do like that yeah. that's also how i how i see it they and choose like, to. Yeah, hence chosen family. It's like an yeah. actual, actual choice. But yeah, I think even thinking about like chosen family, when I would read some of the definitions, like people aren't related to you. I think it's especially because I feel so estranged from my own family that um, one distinctive barrier in my head is that anyone I'm related to can't be my chosen family because my family's yikes so (laughs) (laughs) that's i think like that's that's saying it lightly like um that same night i shared about um with my friend uh, demi and hafsa so after demi left and went home hafsa and i actually stayed out till like 3 a.m and we were sitting outside like outside a building like on the steps we just sat and talked for like until like 3 a.m and then we went home and I was telling her about, like, one of the worst birthdays I ever had. And she just sat there like, 
you know what? I understand why you don't talk to them. I'm like, right? So, (laughs) yikes. I love those moments. I love moments like that. Like the late night talks. So, tell me, who is a part of your chosen family? Or much rather, tell the podcast, I know who's in your chosen family. (laughs) Um, I have to name names. If you want to, or you can be like, oh, just the homies from, from, from when I was five, or the homie that I met yesterday. Like, it's up to you. Okay. I'm gonna name names. Uh, right now, it's it's expanded a little bit, but for now, of course, my solid, like my five girls that I went to secondary school with, and they've been in my life for like almost ten years now. I think it's been more than ten years. So that's Jazz. Sophia, Carmela, Denise, and then with the addition of Afra, because I met Afra later in life, but she's just as close. And like, oh, that's another thing too. Like, it doesn't matter how long you've known them. It's kind of like the quality of friendship that you have with whatever time you've given. So that's why I consider Afra in my chosen family. So even though I met her later, mm-hmm. um, who else? Oh, I'm really close with my brother Phil. And he's he's only like two years younger than me, but I feel like on some level we were meant to be twins. He's just two years late. Because there's so many times where we think the same thing. Like there was this instance where both of us were singing the same song, the same part. It has nothing. Like we didn't watch the movie or anything. There there was no relation to the song. We didn't recently hear it. But we were singing that song. And then I sang it out loud. And he's like, I was just singing that part in my head. And there's so many instances like that where I feel like he's meant to be my twin and now like he knows a lot of things in my life like he's very involved in my life and it's it it feels great you know like I feel like if anybody were to ask me who my best best friend is it would be my brother because he literally has known me forever my entire life um who else don't you mean his entire life because oh well yeah yeah kind of yeah because it would have been extremely strange if it was that the rules were reversed that's why I'm saying I feel like we were meant to be twins. He was just two years late. Like he probably did know me the rest of my life, but he just came out late. He's like, eh. woke up two years later. Please. Um, <laughs> who else? Um, I'm trying to think of more people. Oh, my cousins. My cousins, Yasmin and Rania, very very close to me. Like I know a lot of things in their life that they don't tell their friends, and I just feel like honored because I've always wanted to have cousins like that that are close to me because I am close to my other cousins but not in that way like they're just family mm-hmm. but with these two they're chosen family even though they're really family so that's them and I guess now I can say Prince because yeah yeah he's proven himself <laughs> so yeah that's my chosen family as of now and like slowly expanding oh Oh, I would also consider Samia <laughs> and you actually in my chosen family because you guys know a lot of things about me even though we don't talk very much like you and me, me and Samia but when we do, it's it's like how do I say it? It's like nothing's changed and I still feel like I can talk to you guys about stuff like that and it's not going to be like that weird like oh are we friends or not that kind of stuff like I feel like we've kind of passed all that especially with you and me and then me and Samia we talk shit all the time like I can randomly text her in the middle of the night at 3 in the morning and she will reply me like that's dedication and I love that she replies really fast so that's great uh, I love I love fast texters they're the best 
Yeah. Yeah, and so the rest like, of us choose sleep at 3 a.m. Yeah, because <laughs> you're weak. Because on, on my end, I feel like the people who are in my chosen family, they just know enough about me that is incriminating. So hence, I have no choice but to, okay, no. <laughs> but sometimes it really be feeling like that because like, I know what you did. Mm. Oh, it's like you have enough blackmail. Right. Against them. Like that's, yeah. Right. That's a given. Like, that's a given. Like, it's, it's not even just head knowledge. Like, I have an incriminating videos, photographs. Oh, yes. Like, it's it's an endless library of you're screwed if I oh, stop yes. liking you. <laughs> oh, here's a bonus thing. All of my chosen family that I've listed, their contacts and their pictures in my phone are, like, ridiculous names. And it's all inside jokes. So if people look through my phone, all of their names, they wouldn't know it's them because of these really stupid inside jokes. And all of their pictures... <laughs> are unglam pictures or baby pictures that they hate so yeah i love doing that because i feel like i can like what are they gonna do disown me please you do realize you saved in my phone as character development what why because <laughs> you're as saved as that because you think everything is about character development and i'm just like it Damn, is can we just suffer and suffer for the sake of suffering like let's just no. suffer and then move on it's no, not all it's about, about character, character development. development. We're not the main character. Let me be the side character who eats trash or something. Damn. <laughs> the side character that dies for yes. the apocalypse. The, like the no. first 10 seconds, I'm dead. That's who I want to be. That's the character that I want to be. I don't want character development. Damn. Oh, my God. No, everything is character development. 2020 was character development. You see what I mean, you guys? You see? <laughs> you see? Change no my name. One, no one wants to. No one wants to hear that. No one. <laughs> Change my name. <laughs> Change it. It's terrible. You've always had terrible names for me in your phone. You psycho. Change it. Oh my god. Character development. I can't. Yeah, character development with an onion next to it. Perfect, eh? Oh my god. And guess what the picture is? What? You know that picture of you? You dressed where you dressed yourself up as a kid. Like my, Why? my picture. Like that, my favorite picture of you, the one where like you're wearing pink, and like. Oh my god! On... Delete it. <laughs> delete. delete the name. Delete. Delete my contact. Might as well. <laughs> Block me, please. Block me everywhere. No character development with the onion, and then you and your little, your little, you know, your little. Oh, jet. I understand why you put onion, not just because of the Shrek thing, because onions have layers. Character development has layers. It knocks back me up. I am horrified right now. <laughs> horrified. Change it. <laughs> I, that was such a tangent. Um, mm. but let's see, who's in my chosen family? Um, the people in my chosen family, honestly, I feel like with all of them, we could all, like, we could go to jail together. Like, that's that, that's my chosen mm. family. We're literally like that. Um, so I guess the person who's been in my chosen family the longest is my best friend, Valerie. Mm-hmm. This is 2021, yeah? We've been friends for nine years. Oh. Yeah. So she's definitely... She's like... She's the top. She's... She's like... She knows too much. Damn. <laughs> she's mm-hmm. seen too much. Damn. But yeah... So she's like the first person I, I I see. I think I'm gonna start with the people who are furthest from me and then work my way inwards because I feel a lot of my chosen family are people I've met on the internet or I've never really met in person before, but they're just amazing people. 
Okay. Um, so coming away, oh but then that means I have to start with my friend in Russia. His name is Papa, and he's. Is he the one that looks like you? Yeah, my twin brother. Okay. Wow. Uh, so yeah, guys, uh, not my actual twin brother. I feel a lot of people have have really been on me whenever I say, "Oh, he's my twin brother," and then they're like, "You have a twin," and I'm like, "Um, no, 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 no." But like, if you look, if you if you close both your eyes, you look the same. But yeah, <laughs> we're twins, but not genetically. Exactly. And he's just he's honestly a sweetheart, and I love him, and he knows that every single day. So yes, so it's Papa, and then Valerie. And then coming in closer, who um, else I only talk to on the phone? Okay, no. So then those, and then my friends in Malaysia. So um, <clears throat> here where I am. Oh wait, you are not in the country, yes? You're also there. Don't worry. Character development, of course, of course. You in Singapore. I'm working my way out, coming in. Yeah, I'm in Singapore. I'm not in Malaysia. Yeah, so I had to mention you before uh-huh. I mentioned Malaysian friends. Hello. Okay. Hello. Okay. I'm being systematic here, Habibi. Get with the program. Okay. Damn. Character development. Change it. I'm not changing it, so, Until I feel there's another name better suited for you. Um, change it. I'm going to change your name to something embarrassing. I'm not even going to ask. Because um, at this point... <laughs> And then while then my close friends that are here, so Anas, you guys met her in the last episode. You can tell, you know why we're close friends. I mean, you heard us talk about sandwiches and death. I love Anas. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then um, my then my lovely husband Mamun, he's also part of my chosen. Oh family. my god! I thought you guys got divorced. I haven't heard about him in a long time. No, we're madly in love. He's he's oh. amazing. Like, there was this one time we hung out, and then my other friend, Mariam, she's also part of my chosen family. She's also just an absolute amazing person. But then she's, like, our sugar mommy. So, (laughs) and, um, yeah, so there's this one night where it was, like, the three of us hanging out. And she sat there and realized, I understand why you two are married. And I was just like, yeah, have you met our terrible sense of humor? <laughs> like, nail on the head. Oh, yeah, but for legal purposes, it's a joke. Mamun is just my friend, but I call him my husband. Oh, my God. For legal purposes, damn, what if my mom hears this and then she's just like, what? You didn't tell mm-hmm. me. So, yeah, for legal purposes. He's Jordanian like, husband. and then yeah so i mentioned mariam and then samia she's also one of my loves she's an absolute angel i love her uh, to the moon and Mm -hmm. back um then my friend hafsa she's oh no she left damn it but yeah hafsa is also in my chosen family she's she's an absolute riot and i love her demi is also in my chosen family because she's the sweetest person i've ever met in my life and Again, same terrible sense of humor. Do you know what I told her? I told her this joke, and she absolutely she passed away. You know, you know, ask Adelia. <clears throat> Sometimes when I close my eyes, I can't see. You told me this before. <laughs> I have. You have terrible. Oh, your jokes are awful. We laughed at that for ten minutes. No, I didn't. That was no, no, else. no. Me and Demi, we laughed for ten minutes. Oh my god. It was a good laugh. It was such a good laugh. But yeah, those are the people in my chosen family. And I love them to the moon and back. And I think as it, as those, as it progresses, I think I feel like I'm missing someone or some people. But for mm-hmm. sure, for sure, like off the top of my head, like that, those those are the people I would, you know, 
I would die for. Like, mm-hmm. no, no cap. I would die for you guys. Or people on my Finsta, all of you guys who know my secrets. <laughs> you're you're my, cho- my extended chosen family. <laughs> yeah, uh, people on my Finsta, absolute angels. I love them all. I know, right? Those are people on my close friends list. Like, the things that I want to post sometimes. It's like, mm. um, I feel like close friends are just the people who I feel don't snitch and are chill. That that lady on my close yeah people on my close friends on my main account those are people I feel just, they just don't snitch and they're very chill then you can see my content so if you're not on my close friends on my Instagram it says a lot about your character I'm mm. just saying but yeah I just think you're chill and I kind of like your vibe and that's why you're on my close friends but if you're on my Finsta it's marriage it's marriage oh why aren't you married where's my ring I want the ring today today. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I should restart my Finsta. I haven't used it in a long time. I live on my Finsta. I swear to god, I live there. Um <clears throat> so how oh, I think you already kind of answered this question, but like how what? did those people become your chosen family? Like with your home. Each and every one of them? Not each and every like in general. Like what was like that one thing about them you're like aha, you're 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 like family. <laughs> Ha, huh, everyone is different. Okay. Well the easy ones are like my actual blood family. So those are my cousins and my brothers. Like mm-hmm. for them I feel especially for Phil, like he really also has proven himself because of all the things that I've went through with my family. Um even though he had his opinions and his reservations, he's never kind of held it against me. And he's always been like, I don't agree with some things that you do. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to judge you for it. I'm not going to, like, not call you my sister because of that. Like, stuff like that. So I feel that's why I have, like, recently unblocked him from all of my social media. And, like, he's even in my close friends list. He's following all of my socials and stuff like that. Because before, when everything happened, I thought he was going to be on my parents' side with everything that went down. Um, mm-hmm. But no. No, not at all. I know, I know that he has a lot of, like, to stay but he keeps them to himself because you know what can you do right so yeah that's that's basically why I, I consider Phil my chosen family now for my cousins they were easy um, because when I came out to them they basically just like okay like oh yeah sure like no problems <laughs> no questions asked they were like yeah whatever it doesn't matter because you're still the same person and that's what I love because I never I never would have thought that they would say those things to me, like anyone in my blood family, really. Mm. So that was that was just amazing. And then they came and tell me stuff that they wanted to tell me. They opened up about their lives, and it was just it was just this beautiful like exchange of things. Because I've always been really close to them, but again, it was just cousin like cousin love. But now it's like I will die for you. I'll tell you everything. I yeah, like I don't even hide anything from them. If they want to know, they can ask me and I'll tell them. Like, I don't feel weird about it anymore. Uh, for my secondary school friends, okay, they're all different. I mean, I don't mind briefly summarizing them all. But I think the main one, I feel like it's Jazz. Like, Jazz is one of my oldest, okay, not my oldest, but one of my oldest friends that really, really, really has done a lot of things for me and, and like, ah, oh, oh my God, I can't even, I don't even know where to start. Like, whenever I got kicked out of my house, her and her family would 
you know, take me in. Her mom has been like my other mother, besides my aunt Maya, of course. Like mm-hmm. her mom is amazing. Her whole family is amazing. She's always been emotionally supportive. Like sometimes, uh, whenever I was kicked out and I didn't have any cash, she's like, "Here you go," you know, like stuff like that. Like small things. She's always been there. She's never judged me for anything because I know that she also comes from a very reserved family, but that's never that's never been like oh because you're like this I don't think I can be friends with you like never that mm-hmm. even for her mom like never that so for Jazz yeah she's just been so supportive with everything I can tell her anything even though now we're kind of low maintenance because she's working all the time I'm in school but every time we meet up nothing's changed at all and I feel like I feel like she's like my older sister she's kind of like the mom of my friend group but she's like my older sister to me and like, like sometimes if she wants to tell me something that she she has to get off her chest or she feels like I'm doing something stupid, like she has no hesitations whatsoever to tell me. And I like appreciate that. I appreciate the honesty. Um, for Carmela and Sophia, so me, Carmela and Sophia were called the unholy trinity within my friend group because the three of us are why. the unholy trinity. Yeah, because the three of us are the most haram. out of of everyone in my friend group we're all we are terrible we are terrible but the the beauty of it the the most beautiful thing is that we tell each other these things and we just laugh about it i can tell them like the dumbest most grossest or or like you know the the stupidest thing basically that i've done and they're like oh sick oh but want to hear what i have done like mine's worse like we, we have these kind of annual meetups apart from the rest of the group so it's just the three of us we go for dinner we talk about all the harm things that we've done and it's great it's great i can tell them shit i can tell them like whatever i'm thinking about and whatever i've done and they're just like oh no judgment nothing they would even ask me for details which is great uh for denise she's okay she's my oldest one out of the five of them she's the oldest friend and we basically kind of struck our friendship because she asked me whether I liked Harry Potter and I said yes and then we sat together on the bus on the way to Malaysia because we had camp mm-hmm. so that was how me and Denise became friends and she's just she's so chill she's so chill like I feel like if I told her hey I think I killed someone she would be like okay you know like I feel like she's so supportive in that sense and yeah That's so those, those are the main girls yeah with Afra, with Afra, she's just been, she's just a joy. Every time I see her, like, it's always chaos. We have, we call her, like, the Keicho. She brings the Keicho. I don't know if anyone understands that, but she just, she just brings the chaos. And oh, it's always a good time. Always a good time with her. But even though we have, like, all these crazy moments, uh, I know that if I ever have to talk to her about, like, relationship stuff and same goes to her like we can talk to each other about it because out of all of us me and her have been through the most in terms of relationships mm-hmm. be it blood relationships romantic relationships friendships all that kind of we've been through a lot because both of us are uh <laughs> like very opinionated people so not a lot of people get along with us so like yeah we we have that to bond with um yeah those are the main ones because everyone else it's like i just consider them chosen family because of how much they've supported me how much they've really shown and not just say that they are there for me 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. No, that's that's so that's so moving. It's 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 really nice to hear you talk about you know <laughs> the homies and how much you love yeah. and care for them. Because I think for me, one thing, um, like how they became, like how my my homies became part of my chosen family, is because they shared this common trait of seeing right through the facade that I was trying to keep up for myself and despite me going through that motion of trying to mask who I wanted to be be it in my sexuality or in my gender or even just like what I wanted to do in life they were always there like you know you do you boo and I'm gonna just be here chilling until you realize who you really are and you learn to love yourself but until you can do that I'm gonna be here and it's just and it's just been like this especially with valerie like valerie has literally seen me like evolve and she can put that over me which is absolutely terrifying but then at the same time it's like she's seen me grow and be who i am today you know so and that's crazy to me and even like with my friends here i think the one thing um that really drew me close to them was just you know this overwhelming sense of love and no judgment that i felt when i was around them especially with especially like with my my sense of humor because a lot of people would find my humor annoying in the sense that um it was uh, how do i explain this okay a lot of people because you know because trauma i find humor in trauma and that's what i laugh at and a lot of people did not tend to get that because they'd be like, oh, no, that's wrong. You need therapy. And I'm like, yes, I need therapy. But like, let me laugh about it. OK, like, leave me alone. <laughs> but then they kind of saw that and they would like identify with it, laugh with me. And sometimes I'm like, oh, wow, we really have problems. When one of us gets rich, all of us are going to therapy together. <laughs> mm. But yeah, yeah, it was just this ability to see me even in the times that I couldn't see me, if that makes sense. Oh. Yeah. Th- wow, that's so interesting how all of us have, like, different yeah. definitions of that. Yeah, and I think it also just kind of roots in the way that we were treated as kids or, like, how we were raised, you know? Yeah. Because for me, I think... Oh, yeah, for sure. Because I know for sure I drew towards them because it was about my personality and not about, like, my ability to do stuff. You know, so like that was like one of the first and foremost. So they're not friends with they're not friends or they're not like my chosen family because I can do stuff for them. They're just there because they're just like, you know, you, you're kind of cool. I like you. Let's be let's be homies. And like, that's the entire repertoire of it. I like, like they you. stick around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's no strings attached. It's like, let's hang out and talk about dumb stuff for for 700 years. I must still be here, you know? Yeah. And then that and that's what I really love is just the ability to be myself and like even if myself changes, they're still around for that. And even though sometimes they can be like, "Are you sure?" And then like I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." And then like if I make a mistake, they're just like, "Haha, told you so." But okay, let's clean up this mess you made. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's just so much love and warmth. You know, yeah. That, that's good vibes. Good vibes. Exactly. Yeah, good vibes. Um, I think like the next question is just absolutely redundant because I think so the next question is do they consider you their chosen family and I think that's a resounding yes 
Yeah, I mean, if they didn't, then I would have to kill them. Uh, what? <laughs> For legal purposes, that was a joke? <laughs> Bruh. No, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> y'all, listen. I've washed my hands of the situation. I don't know what she said. If anything happens, y'all, you guys are her witnesses. Because I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, but we, we've had this conversation all the time. And... Okay, here's an interesting thing. All of the people in my chosen family, um, we've kind of had, like, fallouts. I've had fallouts with each and every one of them at maybe a point of time. Mm-hmm. It, it could have been something small. It could have been something big. But all of them have I've had fallouts with. And that's why I feel with my, real, like with my blood family, uh, that's why I kind of, I don't really ignore all the hard things that we've been through all of the pain because i feel like that's kind of that's what we needed maybe you know because i look at my friends and i'm like we've we've been through that each and every one of them like not yeah not one of them have i had like a smooth sailing from the beginning like we've had disagreements we've had fights and it's i feel like that's something i treasure because i feel like if I didn't have a fight with them, if I didn't have disagreements with them, I probably wasn't being true to myself. You know? Mm. Like, being angry with a person, being super mad, super happy, super sad, being able to cry in front of them, you know? And, like, I think that's just beautiful. That's just human. And if I could not do that in front of people like that, that's probably because we're not that close. You know, you can ask each and every one of my my chosen family. They'll be like, yeah, we had this moment. It was a rough patch. Mm. You know, but that made us stronger. Yeah. It was so feel character like... development, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Character development. Please take note. Write that down. Character development. Layers in an onion oh, shrimp. Oh, my gosh. I, I need Very to... important. You know, for, for an Austin's thing, I put like a sandwich... So, like, the week of when I'm posting this, I will put character yeah. development with... N- Onion. No. Oof. Ay, ay, ay. I need... Character development onion. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I don't think I've really fought with any... Because, mm. see, this is the thing about me. I, I don't know if you listened in the, in the other uh, episode, the previous one from the previous guest episode. It... I mentioned how, like, I tend not to fight people because I think, what if they die tomorrow and I'm mad at them? And I think that's why, in general, I've not particularly avoided fights, but I've just been quick to resolve them in a way that has mutual understanding because I'm afraid of losing someone and then being mad at them. If that's Oh, I know that. So... So yeah, so that, so that's why I I'm like when you mentioned that I was just trying to think have I really ever been in a kerfuffle with any of them? I mean I've had disagreements, kerfuffle. but then yeah a kerfuffle it's, it's a beautiful English word. Canadian. Canadians speak English kerfuffle. too. I know Canadian word, but I do know that about you. Like I can't tell you how many times I've tried to pick a fight on you, but you're always. Like, you don't fight me, and that's annoying. Like, fight me! Fight me! Or I could pick peace. So that you can you can develop. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my fucking God. Madam, 
You were trying yes. to pick fights over the most useless things. Of course I wasn't going to fight back. Yes, because that's my personality. I'm passionate about a lot of things. And, I, okay, sometimes it comes off as a fight. But it actually isn't. I think that's why <laughs> me and my friends always have falling outs. Because the way that I, I talk about stuff, the way that I say stuff, sometimes it sounds defensive. It sounds angry. But I'm actually not. You know, it's like just the way that I, I think and that's how it comes out. And then it just turns into a fight sometimes, you know? But like those people in my chosen family, like I think they've known me long enough and they've been through enough to know that that's just the kind of person I am. And sometimes I say things in that way, but I don't really mean it that way. Yeah. 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 True. Mm-hmm. Okay. For the next question, I'm going to rephrase it a little bit. Because um, okay. I feel like we already kind of answered it already in our discussion before. Um, so this is going to be towards someone who's thinking about like chosen families or is like just wanting to know more about it. So the question would be, why do you think someone would needs a chosen family? Or why do you think people should consider, you know, looking out towards finding a chosen family? What are your thoughts? <laughs> character development, tell me more. <laughs> well, besides character development, it's important to have people like that because you're you're kind of you get to choose you get to choose it's like imagine if you you went to an ice cream place and then they gave you free ice cream but it's not really something that you like you know and then you have the option of choosing your own flavors and how many toppings you want you know and, and what what kind of do you want it in a cup do you want it in a cone do you want it on bread you know like Singaporeans eat ice cream and bread don't ask but whoa, whoa what <laughs> yeah you don't know that it's rainbow bread look it up like singaporeans eat these ice creams that are shaped in bricks in bread it's great you should try it ice cream bread mm-hmm. ice cream bread is good you were saying <laughs> but yeah like you 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 basically get to choose these people and these people choose you too you know it's like they don't need to do any of these things they have their own blood family but still like they they're stubborn and they still want to be here for you so you might as well let them mm-hmm. you know of course be careful who it is that you open up to and be careful who you consider your chosen family because some people you know they have their the different agendas and whatever but like once you actually boil it down to these people like the final final people that you know you can trust you know that you can be yourself around like it's it's just a great feeling it's like you know how you're you're very yourself with yourself when you're alone in your room and you're weird it's like you can do that with people Mm. like i feel like that's kind of the thing that i love so much about my chosen families i can just i can be myself around these people you know and it's not it's not about like validation or anything like that but it's just nice to know that these people uh are, they're not even held against their will. Like, they're here because they want to be here. No, you never know. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that you? <laughs> yeah, I'm taking you off the list. I, I, what? <laughs> I'm free. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go to bed. It's late. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, like those kind of those kind of things. Like, it's just... It's so nice to have these people that you you go through things that you maybe can't go through with your family. You know, like like maybe dating people, you're too embarrassed to tell your parents, you tell these people. 
you know, these people who are your chosen family. You you go through a weird phase in your life where you really like onions. You don't want to tell your family, you tell these people. You know, basically these people are your people. You know? Like they're they're just like they can be like your your cheerleaders, they can be your lawyers, your I wouldn't recommend them being your therapist, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like these oh. people <laughs> these people you you can basically just go to for anything. And yeah. they didn't like they weren't given to you through blood, through genetics. Like, there's so many people on earth. You can choose whoever it is that you want to be your chosen family. You can cultivate these relationships with these people. I think it's just beautiful. Like, those people especially who are struggling with being themselves with their blood family, having a chosen family, it could be a matter death. Mm. You know? It could be a matter of, like, your mental health stability and stuff. Like, these people are just great. Like, I love having them around. Of course, if you're... If you don't like people, because I know some people who like detest against it. They're like, oh, why do you want a chosen family? You need to go to your family for everything. You know, I know some people like that where they say your blood family is everything and your chosen family will leave you. Then maybe you're not, you don't really have, like maybe they're not really a chosen family. You haven't found them yet. Because I feel like everyone has a chosen family. You just need to, you know, go through life and figure out who they are. Yeah. But they're there for sure. Yeah. I find, yeah, I totally agree with you. And, like, while you were speaking, I was just kind of reflecting on, like, my life. And yeah. how I feel like one of the... I feel like one of the things I wish I didn't learn when I was younger is, like... I mean, I, I, I agree with this notion that, you know, your related family is there for you all the time. And, like, they're the ones that you should go to and, like, talk to and blah, 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 blah. But I feel like... It, I feel like that statement and me believing it as deeply as I did made me feel trapped in those moments where I felt that I wanted to open up to them but I couldn't because I knew I knew how they would react like it wasn't like oh my gosh I'm gonna they're, they're, they're gonna perceive me like nah 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 <laughs> I've seen example and execution and I said no so what do you mean okay so when I was going through the whole phase of you know trying to discover who I was um and not and this is not like career wise or academically because you know I was a long ways away from graduating, so this was yeah. more like me kind of trying to find my quote unquote womanhood. Uh, well, surprise, shade does not exist. I'm non-binary, but we move on. <laughs> and going through that phase and just wanting to find someone to talk about it with or discuss it with, even like even though they might not have any knowledge, it's just that idea of. I wanted someone to listen to what was going on inside. Yeah. And I always felt that, you know, if it's something as deep as my identity, I should probably go to my family for that because, you know, family is part of my identity. Or so I thought. But, you know, that was how I um, how I would think when I was younger because my mom really mm-hmm. ingrained it in my head that, you know, these people, you know, they, they're going to go all the way for you. They care about you, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it, but then it came this thing of they care about me when it was beneficial to them. Ah. So it's not necessarily genuine care about me. And I feel that's something my mom has never understood because she's in a position of higher power in the family. So, I mean, who's just chilling down here and is seeing the actual, you know, the, the little politics that's going on, you know, 
I'm like, okay, okay. And I just felt trapped because I thought, oh, this is something so important, so big. I cannot take this outside of the family because in the yeah. past when there have been like big family issues, we don't take it outside the family. We keep it within so that we can you know, save our family reputation or whatever the hell I that hate is. That. So uh-huh. so even like yeah, so that's why the guys were talking, I was just thinking, I wish, I wish when I was younger, I understood the concept of trying to confide in and talk to other people about what was going on inside. Cause it really because I feel like that's part of the reason that I have I used to have a very, very bitter spot for my relatives. Is because mm. I felt they were obligated. They owed me this duty to, to to love and accept me, you know. But then family, you don't choose your family, and I guess it's a gift and a curse. Cause it's either you are born into a family that loves you regardless, or you're born into a family that's, yikes. So, mm-hmm. so it's just you just left in this limbo. So I was left in this limbo of, you know, who do I really turn to? And then like. I would try to turn to friends, but then it was also I was also going through my own little thing in 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 my earlier in my teenage years. So it was that was again no help whatsoever. So yeah. So it's just been this thing of I I just wish I was more willing to like go out there and like you know talk to talk to people and you know, cause yeah, yeah. And yeah. then the oh, I thing was, I was too, um, you know how like people overcompensate, right? Mm-hmm. I was too overcompensating in my forgiveness towards them and letting things that were genuinely problematic and genuinely traumatizing to me, I would let them go in the name of family when in all honesty, I should have held them accountable for their actions, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. I just wish I wasn't that, I wasn't so tarnished like that because I know that there were so many problematic things that could have been prevented if I didn't have this whole notion of they could never do you wrong. You're supposed to love. No, gee, if you love people, you got to correct them. You got to confront exactly. them. You got to make them better people. You don't sweep things under the rug. That's that's not that's not how relationships are supposed to work, you know? Exactly. A lot of people take advantage of uh, the name of family. Like when you said about how you have to preserve the name of the family, there's this Asian concept called saving face. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I hate that with a burning passion because I always hear that in my family. Like, don't do this. It can even boil down to don't take, don't study this particular major because your relatives are going to think this of us they're going to say this about you and like our family face you know blah 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 that kind of stuff and it's always about pleasing other people like i feel like a lot of times where people deal with these kind of like toxic family members they end up becoming people pleasers big big people pleasers yeah because that's what they were kind of raised to do like oh i have to think about other people and they just they don't think about themselves at all like it's good to be selfless but sometimes being selfish is not a bad thing yeah so yeah that's why i yeah i hate that i hate hearing those things everything you just described with your family because i can totally relate Mm. completely i just oh i just wish they understood that too like I feel like if I could tell anybody or give anyone advice about family is that family, like your family members are people. 
you know and they should be treating you like a person as well it doesn't matter if they're your dad or they're your kid your aunt your uncle your grandma whatever like they're still people and they should be treating you like people at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and it's like imagine if you if you you came across this person who doesn't respect your dreams doesn't respect your sexuality doesn't call you by the name that you want them to call you doesn't use your chosen pronouns like you wouldn't want to keep them in your life so why are you making an exception for someone who's your family exactly. they do the same thing exactly. yeah yeah it's just it's just so mm. and i think it's and it always starts when we're younger and it's only when we're older and able to make our own informed decisions or when we go through yeah. our own like little awakening be it a good one or a rough one that's when we realize oh this is actually a problem oh this is actually trauma and yeah, yeah. and even now thinking of them of thinking of my relatives thinking of what kind of a relationship I even want with them it's like I already fundamentally know that their values are very, very different from mine. Hmm. And I don't even know if they would be willing to find the middle ground that I'm willing to find with them, you know? Because I'm very open to finding the the middle ground of res- like mutual respect or yeah. exploration, correction. Like, I'm, I'm very malleable, if that's the correct yeah. word, you know? I'm very open to understanding you and what you you know you feel good about what you think is correct what you think about whatever you do the career path you want to take like i'm the kind of person who because i was never given that as a kid and so hence i just give it out to everybody because i'm like i don't want anyone to feel like what their dreams their dream about is not important who they want to be is not important or it's wrong or it's you know yeah and funny enough that was Oh my god. This is gonna make you smile. What? That was my character development. <gasps> oh my god! See? We should retitle this entire podcast called Character Development. And then, like, a small bracket chosen family. Character Development Onion 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 Emoji. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh. Hold your applause. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what you were saying about your character development. Yeah, I guess since I never got that as a kid, I get, now give it out to everyone else. Damn. Like you're making up for it. Yeah, like I'm making up for it for other people because I never received it myself. Wow. 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 Ah, maybe being in an abusive family did have some good. Damn. Okay, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah. Yeah, don't uh, worry. I'm, I'm going are. to go for therapy. Don't worry. <laughs> don't don't. I, I know. I know. They're it's on the record. You can't. Yeah, like, now. don't worry, guys. Like, in a year or two from now, if I'm making my own bank, trust me, therapy is one of the things on the top of my list that I am going for because <laughs> the unresolved <laughs> traumas that I laugh at. <laughs> Oh my god. It's oh, you know, there's comedic. something. I wish me and my family could go for therapy together. I don't like, want to go for like... therapy with those people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to hear about I, their I problems. Because... <laughs> I would love it. I would hate it. Because it's like, it's like, okay, when you were talking about all those things, I just realized not many people are like that. Because I know a lot of people who have completely abandoned their family because 
they didn't respect your decisions and they're fine with it and they were just like whatever i'm going to you know i soon <laughs> but like the thing is you you want to try and find the middle ground and not many people do because i felt like i wasn't one of those people either I, i was so ready to leave because at the end of the day it's your life You know, you only get one, mm. and you you don't want to waste it on on other people's opinions and stuff. Mm. But it's just it's nice to know that you know you you still want to have some kind of a relationship, some kind of mutual respect, where everything is like, you know, like it's it's nice to know that. Really, not many people, not many people do that because a lot of times for me, whenever my family, or specifically my dad and I have an argument, I I used to always be super rigid in whatever it is that I wanted to to say, whatever I believed in. I was very, like, my head was set on it. I was not open to hearing his opinion. I wasn't, I just wasn't down for it. Mm -hmm. But now what's changed is that I'm trying to see his perspective because yeah. I know that both of us are just as stubborn, just as hard-headed. Like, he probably has that same mindset where he's rigid, he's not going to budge. Yeah. But now I feel like I can I can see that he's trying to understand my perspective and I do the same. So mm. we have a conversation about it. Before it was just like screaming, no, I'm right, I'm right. But that like it doesn't get you anywhere, it just keeps damaging the already damaged relationship. So yeah. it's just nice. Yeah, character development. Hashtag character uh, development. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or not even just that. I was also I was also even like in regards to my relationships with people in general like be it your acquaintance a close friend your relative like whoever you are I feel I just want peace in my life and anything mm. that costs me my peace is too expensive oh you've said that before to me right and I will continue to preach it to people yeah if it costs you your peace it's too expensive and that's true and for me it's as much as i'm willing to find the middle ground it takes two to tango if they don't want to find the middle ground and they want to cause chaos they can have their hurricane katrina over there i'm gonna go chill somewhere on an island you know just you know they can be because i'm very as much as i'm a very um community-centric kind of person i'm also very individualistic like i would want to do things for the greater good of society and for people in general because i understand that life and the world does not revolve around me and my opinions but at the same time i'm not going to try and you know solve something or be a part of something that i feel at the end of the day drains me more than it you know does anything else mm. if that makes sense And that's why, and I feel, and also it comes down to priorities as well. And I feel one reason I feel my mom and I have been able to manage to have a relationship of some kind, although it's not perfect, although it's not the way I want it to be, is because, um, and the reason we can have some kind of real relationship is because I understand where she comes from with her views, and I understand the kind of person that she is and the things that are a priority to her and the things that she wants to dedicate to and i respect those very deeply for her if not encourage her to continue to do the things that genuinely make her happy and i think in turn what she's kind of done is give me little sprinkles of that as well like letting me do the the the, the, the degree that i want to do letting me travel all the way here on my own and just you know allowing me to kind of just be who i want to be as long as you know i was finding some kind of happiness you know despite her reservations of what she wants me to do and 
But the thing is, I don't see that with everyone else in the family. I don't yeah. see that liberalism or progressiveness. I don't see that progressiveness, if you know what I mean. And I understand yeah. why they're not progressive at the same time. Like, it's... it's because sometimes I feel like sometimes when I talk about my family and I'm just like I don't really want to associate with them people think oh you don't know but I'm like bruh I know I know exactly the kind of people that they are maybe they've changed and I don't know but I do know where their priorities lie and I know at the end of the day their priorities will always always surpass you know they will always surpass in um me essentially their priorities are always going to be somewhere higher than you know caring about the genuine person that i am and Mm. if they're gonna forego their own priorities for me i mean that's that's great i mean i'm glad that you know they can find their middle ground with having me in their life but still following whatever they believe in and whatever you know societal blah 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 they're interested in you know Mm. and i'm i'm ready to do the same if you know but yeah Oh, families are complicated. Yeah, they are. They are so complicated, but I don't know. Time will tell, I guess. <laughs> it's always about respect. Yeah. And understanding. Like you don't have to agree with me, mm. but don't control or dictate my life. Like that's all I ask for mm. both my chosen family and my real family, my blood family. I don't like to say real, but yeah, for all of my families, for actually all of the people I have in my life that I want yeah. to keep in my life. It's like, you don't have to agree with me. You don't even have to like what it is that I want to do. Yeah. You just have to respect that this is what I want to do. And yeah, just just be there for it. You know, if I fail, be there for it. If I succeed, be there for it. Like, that's mm. all I really need. Because I feel like everybody, even though we all say, like, we don't know what we want to do in life, we do know, like, the small steps that we have to take, whatever direction mm. you want to go to. You'll know at the end of the day. But, yeah. Yeah. Like, I just want these people to cheer me on. You know, Ad- like, advise me where it is appropriate if I ask you for some advice, stuff like that. But, yeah, just show up. Just be there wholeheartedly. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's really as simple as that. But some people just they don't understand that because they're like, no, my way is better, my way is right. Mm. You know, but it's like, but what if it's not? You know? Especially older generations with mm. parents and grandparents, they're yeah. always like, No, don't don't take a career in arts. Don't do this. You know, if you're gay, you're gonna have a, a hard life and stuff like yeah. like they have very old fashioned mindsets. But one thing one of my friends told me that really has stuck with me is that that's all they know to do. Like that's all they've been taught. That's the how they yeah. were raised. They don't know any better. And sometimes it's okay. Sometimes you just have to like remind yourself, yeah, they don't know any better, even though they're old, even though they think they're wiser, they're really not. And just like walk away from it. You know, take it with a a pinch of salt. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I also like to say that um, our 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 parents or the generation before they're they're product of their own parents, their own traumas, their own. So what the one thing I've always taken the step to do is not to dehumanize them, and not to yeah. hold them to a standard that is not them. Because at the same time, at the end of the day, I also do not want to be held by those standards of someone else 
And yeah. um, I, I actually mentioned this in the in the episode that comes before this one. I haven't I haven't so I haven't released it yet. But I do make uh, I I mentioned this thing which I always try to live by is to never judge someone based on the standards that you live your life. Exactly. Never do that. Because yeah. You are setting up you're setting yourself up for one disappointment because they're not going to live up to your own preconceived standards that you live by. And yeah. two, you are going to miss out on some beautiful people in this world. You are going to ruin those relationships. You're going to mess it up because there are some people who are chill like us who are willing to go back to the battlefield and see if we can, you know, find any survivors, patch up yeah. some wounds here and there. But there are those people who are just like, nope, I'm never seeing you again. Goodbye. They'll leave. They will leave. They will lead beautiful lives and you will waste it by not being you will waste it because you're so adamant about the type of lifestyle the kind of person they should marry what they should do with them you know you're gonna miss out on a lot of things yeah it's always meet them where they're at yeah and i feel like i learned this lesson through relationships like romantic relationships it's always like you know how people who date they have a very specific um kind of person like a type let's yeah. say no. and then whenever they get into a relationship with the person at first oh great you know they meet all these standards but then as they grow as they change mm-hmm. it's like they get frustrated because they're, they're not maybe they're not the person that they wanted them to be or that they expected them to be yeah and then they try and change that person mm-hmm. like i feel like i've learned that you can't do that you can't change a person you can't expect them to be something that they're not all you can do is kind of just meet them where they're at, love them for who they are. Mm. Um, you know, if, if, if something you don't like is happening, then talk to them about it. But you can't expect change unless they want to. Yeah. You know? Yeah, precisely. Precisely. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like that's something my parents should learn sometimes. It's like you can't really control anyone, really. Mm. It doesn't matter if they're your kids, your parents, your you know your cousins your friends no you can't change anyone because if you do you're just gonna be really annoyed <laughs> you're really for sure you're yeah. really gonna be so annoyed like i know so many controlling people they're like why doesn't he do this for me why isn't my brother like this why doesn't my parent do like because they don't want to like it's as simple as that Precisely. you know if, if you've expressed it if you've expressed your feelings about whatever it is to them and they still don't do it means they don't want to do it and like you just have to Except that. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, these people who get so pressed about it, I'm like, why are you taking life so seriously? Damn, if I start living in a ditch, let me live in a ditch. Jesus. (laughs) Exactly. Because sometimes, Uh because I'm like, yeah, take life seriously. I mean, and like have a dream, try to achieve that dream, set a goal, try to achieve. You know, yeah, do that stuff. But at the same time, damn, relax. Because a lot of the stuff we that people are so hard pressed about, especially like the things that tear families apart, they honestly don't matter. They, yeah, they really don't. At like at the like yes, there's some things that you know you cannot let slip away, like dead ass. Like there are some things you need to address, and if you know people aren't willing to change, yeah, there are some reasons I would say yeah, 
leave the situation, cut off family members. I would 100% agree. But some of the things that families fight over, like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, like I'm just like, especially, like, when, um, I feel like the one thing that really breaks my heart personally are, like, those families. I saw this on Twitter, um, I think a year or two ago, where it was... Um, this person um, tweeted, you know, it breaks my heart that there are families who would much rather sit at Thanksgiving dinner with a sexual abuser than with their queer child. And I was like, that's so true. I see that. That is so true. And I said, and families like that, I I don't know. I don't know, man. (laughs) Maybe it was a good thing that the queer kid didn't come back. They were saving themselves. (laughs) But, (laughs) and, yeah, but at the end of the day, I can just say, yeah, family is complicated. You've got to find your rhythm somewhere. Yeah. And I guess, and, and especially coming from me, I know it's a shock a lot of people. Like, I mean, give them a chance. Uh, <laughs> I, felt, oh, I felt that. A part of me died when I said that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I felt that. Yeah. You get, know what that is? Character development. <laughs> I don't like you in this moment. I really don't. I really... And because of that, I'm going to save you as character development in capital letters. Oh, my God. But isn't it good, like, when you have someone around you that makes you uncomfortable and makes you grow? I want someone who will come and burn in the trash that I am in with me. Oh my Not God. someone who's extinguishing it and saying, okay, okay, now we're going to make all of this burnt pieces into a really nice dress. No. We're, gonna, we're, we're going to extinguish the fire and leave it. We're not going to make... Oh, my God. Wait, listen. That's actually the best um, description of my chosen family. Like, these people will make me uncomfortable because of character development. But at the end of the day, if, if I want to do the dumb shit that I want to do, like, they're going to do it with me. Precisely. You know? Precisely. Like, that's... Oh, it's so beautiful. I feel like I, I'm going to, like, text them after this and be like, hey, guys, I love you idiots. Don't change. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Actually, the very last thing for this thing is, what is your message for your chosen family? Proclaim it oh, right okay. now. Right now, go off. Right now? Yeah, tell them. Tell them. You can adjust what them one What is my message? Yeah, to your chosen family. What is your message to them as we come oh towards the end God. of this? Okay, I'm going to keep the one by one like in private. Maybe I'll tell you like after the record, and I'll probably like message them in depth about what it is that I want to say. But sometimes I like to say it in person because it makes them cry and we cry together. But I feel like just for the, pod- the podcast, I would say that like I love and appreciate everything that you've you've done for me everything that you've been for me and for them not to change no matter how stupid or ugly or or stinky they are like yeah I just I just love the way they are and if they do grow which they will I hope we get to grow together because I'm excited to do more dumb shit and I'm excited to have more more fallouts with them I'm excited to want to kick the shit out of their ass and then hug and cry and drink margaritas at the end of the night. Like, that's what I want to do. I kind of just, I just want to grow with them. We always have this conversation about how, like, oh, I, I wish our kids are friends. You know, if, if we want to have kids, I wish all of our kids are friends. And that they all become their, like, they're a chosen family themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's the dream. 
Like, I would, oh, my God, I would love that. And I would, I would tell, like, my friend's kids or even my kids about how we went through all this shit. You know, how all, all of us have history and stuff like that. And, like, I want them to grow up in a world where it's okay for them to choose people outside of blood family and consider them chosen family because it's not a bad thing. I feel like yeah. family sometimes gets offended. It's like, why would you why would you call them family? We are your family. It's like, I, I'm not saying you're not my family. I'm just saying that I have a chosen family, too. So I like I want them to grow up knowing that it's okay that I have a chosen family too, and if they want to have that, and if they have things that they prefer telling their chosen family over me, like I'm not going to be mad about that. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for doing this. I think we really hit some great points, and if you guys have any more questions for Ask Adelia, I will leave her Instagram and her tell on my in the description. I, I don't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, you'll have your details in the in the, dis- in the in the podcast description. So, yeah, you can hit her up if you have any more questions. She's very yeah. insightful and knowledgeable, and she's a hell of a lot of fun. So yeah, you do oh. that. Thank you so much. It's on hey. the record. <laughs> no worries. Oh, you said that. Say that again. It's on. It's on the record. Now I know. I know that you like me. She's so fun and insightful. And I know this now. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, um, and and this was brought to you by onions and character development. Yeah, this is brought to you by onions and character development. Yes. <laughs> Vibe with me. I have created a playlist for you to jam to in your free time. It's available on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube. I listen to pretty much everything, so you're bound to find something you vibe to. It's called the Let's Debunk It Mix. Links to all playlists are in the show notes. At the end of the day, we are in charge of the energy we give off and allow ourselves to receive. I had to come to a place where I understood that just because I choose not to associate with my family, it did not equate to me wanting them to suffer. Honestly, I want them to live long and happy, prosperous lives, doing the things that they love surrounded by the people that they love. But if they're unable to meet me halfway in terms of respect or energy, I mean maybe i am better off without them in my life like i mentioned i want to give it a shot i want to give it a try but it takes two to tango it takes two to fix any situation and i'll always have a place in my heart that's like yeah you're family but there's also that part of me that's like i'm gonna need to protect myself first i feel there are two pieces of advice i would give to you guys but again take them with a grain of salt i don't want everyone emailing me say you ruined my life it's part out of control just because you literally decided to follow my advice to the t everyone's family is different everyone's situations are different but here they go for those who are in a family where they don't feel loved or accepted and kind of just want to disassociate i know exactly how you feel there's a lot of hurt and emotion that we need to unpack if you are in that situation where you can leave immerse yourselves in the things that you love earn enough money to eventually move out on your own and live if that's something you can do make sure you try to take care of your mental health and emotional health as much as possible until the day comes when you can be free also look out and focus for those family members who genuinely love and care about you hold on to them as well as those who aren't in your family i would try to mend and fix relationships but if they're really too far gone and there seems to be nothing you can do maybe it's time to let go of that person not everyone deserves to know you and be a part of your life if they can't respect you your beliefs your lifestyle maybe they're the problem and not you 
For those who have listened and realized that they may be in need of a community or a family, here are a couple of places where you can start to look. Look in your immediate circle. That could be your friends, people who are part of your religion, people who share common hobbies with you. Start there because there's already some form of familiarity and similarity. And from there, just look for the connections with people that feel very natural and freeing to you. Where when you talk to them, you feel you can be yourself and express yourself and they challenge you. They make you feel like you're a better person. Seek out for those. Seek out people who give you the same energy that you give back to them seek out people who affirm your identity and who you are don't be surrounded by yes men be surrounded by people who want to make you better and are willing to call you out if you're being dumb if you're being stupid as much as them showing you the proper love and care that you deserve another place you can look for and another place that i found solitude in for a while was also social media online communities are there just find them there are discords there are instagram pages facebook groups you can find more people who affirm and love you even though they might not be in the same country or time zone as you wherever you go to look be careful and happy family hunting regardless. That's another episode done. I really hope you guys learned something from today's conversation. Catch me in three weeks. Be sure to check the transcripts on my website in case you missed anything. And just take care. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. I haven't had time to change the the contact information. So we are still stuck with what I had before. But yes, I'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. Take care, drink water, mask up, stay at home, social distance, you know, all that good stuff. But most of all, be kind and don't forget your humanity at the door. Reach out to me on social media. You can find this podcast on Instagram at Lestabunkit Podcast. Feel free to email me at Lestabunkit at gmail.com. That is L-E-T-S-D-E-B-U-N-K-I-T at gmail.com. If you didn't catch that, just check the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode or just like the podcast, be sure to give me a five-star rating and leave me a comment. And to make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe on whatever platform you are listening on. A special thank you to Chisanga for the awesome album art. If you would like to have yourself drawn in various animation styles, album artwork, or anything to do with graphics, his Instagram handle is at DVD underscore art. I will put that in the show notes in case you missed it. I recommend his services because he is timely, friendly, and overall an amazing artist.